0: From the moment in which I found out that I had yet to experience a true and pure love, I have been on this quest to be love, to know love, to live as love. Welcome to the For Lovers Only show. I'm your host, Danny Sanchez. This is a show where we'll explore and break down how we love, why we love the way that we do, and how to bridge the gap to loving better. As always, I want you to be intentional as you listen to each episode. Let's start by asking ourselves this. If love is the highest frequency, why are we so disconnected? Let's explore. Happy Sunday, lovers. So today I kind of want to dive into a topic that kind of piggybacks on what we talked about last week. Part of that and what we talked about last week is um, codependency and how that shows up. And so like my experience with codependency gave me the realization that I'm not even 100% sure that I have ever really been in love. And I say that because when you experience codependency, if you think it's love, but really it's just an addiction to a feeling, something that you will hold on to no matter how it makes you feel inside. And I think that in itself is what truly led me to know that maybe just maybe. Um, I have yet to experience true love. And when I first had this concept of, hey, have I actually been in love? It, It made me upset. It angered me, rightfully so, because if you've been in relationships with people and you feel like you were in love with them, but then you begin to heal and learn that the things in which you aligned or thought were love or just symptoms of codependency that is fucking earth shattering. And it blew my mind to even think that that could be a possibility over it being what I thought it would actually be. And so there are parts of me that I had to release in order to accept that and to own that, and to make peace with that. And I'm specifically talking about being in love because can you love and care for someone to a certain extent? Yes, right? But I'm talking about being in love, a romantic relationship, that in-love feeling. I have never experienced that, but have I cared for people? Yes, even when I shouldn't have, uh, more than I have myself. And again, that's the codependency showing up. So maybe at some point in my life, I will reach a peak that maybe I didn't know what the fuck love was ever, which is true. I have never known what it was up until the point in which I didn't know what it was. And although I have yet to experience actually being in love, I'm very hopeful. And I talked about this a little bit uh, on the last episode about the hopeless romantic archetype. Um, I used to subscribe to that heavily because I thought it was like this amazing thing. It meant that like I loved love and, you know, uh, that's a beautiful thing when we live in a world that doesn't. Uh, When we live in a world that is so hateful when just so much shit, bad shit, awful shit happens. And so to me, love is the purest thing we have. And so to, when a time where I subscribed to that archetype, being a hopeless romantic was, high, was a high honor. But once I began my healing journey, again, I keep going back to this, once I began my healing journey and understood um, the power of positive language, the power of affirmation, I realized that I wasn't speaking life over the love that I desired. And it's probably why, part of the reason why I kept calling in shit I did not want. and. Worse than calling it in is holding on to it when I knew it wasn't it. And so I said all of that to say that from the moment in which I found out that I had yet to experience a true and pure love, I have been on this quest to be love, to know love, to live as love. And it has been exhausting to say the least. Um, And it has been exhausting because I have done more breaking down of barriers and cutting the cords and peeling the layers back than I have ever done in my entire life. Because my idea of love has been fucked up, warped, completely unrealistic in the sense of we're human. And humans do human things and humans have human ways and we should all be okay with that. But there are bits and parts of all of us that reject that idea because of the expectation not only that we internally place on our relationships, but the external expectations that society places on relationships. Our families show us that relationships are a certain way. And so, when we decide to partner with someone for life, we talk about unconditional, we talk about forever, but we never talk about what it takes to get there. It just is also fucking whimsical, it's also poetic. And as a poet, I love poetry, but I also know that some things also need to be very rooted. In reality, you cannot have these abstract ideas about love. Love is or isn't. But also love is ginormous. It is all-encompassing. There, it is interchangeable. It can take on new forms. Love is a shapeshifter. And unconditional love is a catalyst for that. Love is allowing others to be. Without prejudice, without expectation, without constraints and confinements, love is free. And because many of us have no idea what freedom looks or feels like, it is very hard to even agree to such a contract. I will love you forever is a contract. And to say that is to, I will ensure that I never infringe on your freedom and that I always give you the room, the space and the opportunity to be whoever it is you want to be, even even if that does not include me in the end. That is love. That is love. But how many of us are even willing to say that, to allow that? When we get love and we get the feeling of it, That dopamine hit that I talked about and um, the last episode, we don't want nobody else to have it. We don't give a fuck. This is mine. We get very possessive and sometimes obsessive and sometimes restricting. But is that love? If no one else can feel it, if you begin to suffocate it by the fear of the loss of it, is that love? It is not. And that was fucking heartbreaking to me because in my mind, I felt like, but if I love it, I want to protect it. And I'm sure you all can relate to that. If I love it, I want to protect it. The problem with protection is sometimes it infringes on the other person's free will. Because protection... It's often rooted in fear when you have never known, or have never given, or have never experienced true, unconditional love. And that's difficult to even understand when you just aren't there. I rejected the idea of that, just that, alone, for years. And now I sit in it uh, so graciously because I understand that if I believe that love is the highest frequency, if I believe love is the healing for everything, if I believe that love is the thing that grounds us all, then shouldn't I also believe that in order to have and know love, that I also have to be willing to let love go. To let love go is something I had never even, it never crossed my motherfucking mind. It never crossed my mind that that was even a fucking option. Like what? Why would I do that? Like if two people love each other, they just fucking figure it out. And to a degree, yes, they do. But in some instances, That figuring it out part is never going to happen because the love isn't progressing because the individual is not progressing. The love can't go on because the individual needs space, freedom, and time. And that is difficult. To truly know love is to be able to say, okay, and release. You know that if you love something, let it go. I get that shit now. Because a lot of us love something and it ends. We don't necessarily let it go. It ends. But we hold on for dear life and we go out of our way to try to get it back on a subconscious or conscious level. And it drives us insane. It drives us up a wall because we're like, "If this is this is real. And you can feel it and you know it. But the journey said it's time to part ways. And this is when the most important part of love comes in. And that's the faith. Now, when I talk about faith, I understand that that is not something that a lot of people have in their relationships. A lot of people don't have that in their love. We are in a culture where we accept abusive behavior under the guise that that is just how it is. And when I say abusive behavior, I'm talking about infidelity. And so it's hard for a lot of us to have faith because so many of us have experienced that. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Infidelity is traumatic. And let me tell you how I know aside from my own experience. If infidelity wasn't traumatic, why would we accept infidelity as a way of life, as a truth? If infidelity wasn't so traumatic, why would we turn off the love that we actually want? Because we are too afraid to experience the pain of infidelity again. If infidelity was not traumatic, why the fuck would people keep getting into these situationships because they are too afraid that if they truly commit, if they truly open up, if they truly be vulnerable, that they will be abandoned and rejected. And you know where abandonment and rejection lives? In infidelity. And so I understand that that is the culture that We have cultivated through trauma and many of us have not healed from cheating because the culture is so dismissive of it. And when the culture is dismissive of something that is as traumatic as infidelity, we tend to dismiss our own pain and push it down and just say, I'm different now or I changed and nobody ever going to break my heart again. But all you're doing is matching the energy, getting on the vibration of something you don't fucking want. So then what you do is you call in experiences of unfaithful lovers and you become an unfaithful lover. And then you can't have the love that you desire because you keep perpetuating the shit you don't want. When does it end? It only ends when we decide. When we get into a space where we say, you know what? I do want love. I do want to experience unconditional love. I do desire forever, even if that's not necessarily possible in the way that I want it. I want it. I need it. I got to experience it because I know it exists. And that's why I call this podcast For Lovers Only Because only a motherfucking lover is going to understand what the fuck I'm talking about right now. That's going to hit you in the heart because you know exactly what I'm saying to you. But you call it hopeless romantic. But it's not hopeless. It's very romantic. It's very whimsical. But I believe just like you do, that is also very possible. But it will not and cannot happen until you move into a space of healing and in that space of healing a space of devotion to self you have to become love in every aspect of the world you have to peel back all that pain and hurt and sadness and hopelessness and be reborn into the lover that I know that you are and that's what I did And that's why I wanted this podcast, because I had to combust, literally burn down everything I knew, everything I was, everything I thought I stood for and become anew. Just like a phoenix rising from the ashes, that's what you need to do in order to get what it is that you desire, that you deserve, and honor that but we must first honor it in ourselves. We are not exempt from showing up as love. How are you calling in something that you don't even want to embody because you're holding on to the pain and the trauma of what happened to you? And those feelings are valid, but they do not own you. They do not possess you, and you cannot constantly live in fear while calling in love. The two cannot coexist. And so it is your choice now to decide which lane you're going to go down. Are you going to go down the lane that says that this is just how it is? Or are you going to go down the lane of what you know to be true, what your heart says, what your mind tells you, what your intuition screams? You are a lover and love at the highest level exists and you are hopeful hopeful. And you are worthy and you are open to experiencing the love like never before. Which lane are you going to walk down? It starts with you. Happy Sunday, lovers. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you next week. But head over to our IG stories so we can talk more about this. As always. I appreciate you for tuning in. Remember to let love guide you and everything will work out in divine timing. Peace, lovers.